What's up, Brewskies? My name is Marco Dupa, and that guy, that's Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, boy. Tonight's brew is from St. Bernardus Brewing Company. It's the Tokyo Wit. It's their Belgian Wit. Uh, and we're going to have a little bit more about that after the break. What's on tap for tonight? Oh, that J.K. Rowling. Even when she's not involved, she can't help but cause some kind of controversy. Still involved. Somehow. Yeah. Some way. We're going to talk about Hogwarts Legacy mm-hmm. a little bit because the game's not even out yet. No. We've just been getting these. Uh, First major trailer came out. Yeah. So we will talk about that in a little bit. Also, uh, you remember Stranger Things? <laughs> a long time ago right <laughs> feels like it came out in the 80s honestly if you looked at what the kids look like now you would think that yeah it was it was a couple of decades ago yeah. when that show came out well we got the first look at the new season and ah, we'll talk about that too <laughs> so before we get into all that we got to get into these brewskis this is episode 347 <laughs> there you go of the one bearing podcast That's right, this is the One Beer In Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and see where that one brew takes us. Thank you guys for always joining in, listening, subscribing, commenting, hate watching, hate listening, (laughs) whatever you feel like you need to do, however you get through the day. Rating, reviewing, review bombing. All that jazz. Yeah. We appreciate it. All right, Obi, please give us a little bit more information about tonight's (sighs) beer. I would love to. Unfortunately, there is no cold read on the can. However, the can's art is pretty cool. It's very, very cool. Uh, That being said, I have gone to beeradvocate.com for some more context, and it goes as follows. St. Bernard's Tokyo sounds familiar. You are quite right, because in 2012, we launched a one-off brew on the occasion of the opening of the first St. Bernard's-themed cafe in in the Japanese capital. Eight years later, you can sample the St. Bernard's Tokyo again, albeit with a new recipe. The young Belgian illustrator Jonas de Vacht created the artwork for the can, which consists of an impression of Japanese nightlife in the iconic streets of the Kanda district, uh, which you can find, or excuse me, where you can find Brasserie St. Bernard's. St. Bernard's Tokyo is an unfiltered ale which has been brewed with a large amount of wheat, holding the middle between a white beer and a saison. St. Bernard's Tokyo is an unfiltered golden ale topped off with an impressive white collar. Uh, 
Uh, it comes in at a 6% ABV. Uh, well, since we have it pulled up, Beer Advocate, it scored a 90, which is outstanding. Oh. And it's rated the 13th Wheat Beer. Wow. So, high marks. Top 15. Yeah. On Beer Advocate. Mm-hmm. Would you look at I mean, I'm not surprised. It's St. Bernardus, you know? Of course. Known for quality. Yeah. I tried to... <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> no. I turned the autofocus off, kids. So... Right, right. It ain't going to happen. So look it up. Google it. It's a really cool label. Yeah. <clears throat> so. And uh, they're not known for putting a bunch of uh, information on their, on their label. Although right. it did sound like that came from them. So I'm sure it's like on a website or something. Yeah, it's probably on their site, I would yeah. assume. So, yeah, here we are, guys. Back <sighs> again like we never left. So, you know, we're not gonna, I'm not going to hold you. Let's just get right into it. Okay. Hogwarts Legacy. Yes. Very big deal because for some reason, uh, Harry Potter and Hogwarts and the Wizarding World, that shit just won't die. <laughs> for some reason. It's yeah. our generation. It just won't. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's that's the problem and the point, right? Yes. Us kids are now having kids. And and they're fucking forcing their kids to, to be into in, this yeah, shit. To be into it. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think about it, uh, there haven't been any really major Harry Potter movies that have come out that our generation can show our kids. Well, the, as a, as a as a new the the beast thing, right? Fantastic beast. Nobody likes those. Okay. Nobody likes those. <laughs> I haven't found one person that actually goes, "Yeah, those are really good." Well, they've made like four of them now, right? Two. On the third? Two, they're on the third. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's too many. Look, man. I I wasn't a huge Potter head. Is that the, that's what they call them, right? Potter they heads? call them potheads. Yeah, pot, potheads. Potheads. I wasn't a huge pothead when I was growing up. Um, mostly because I it thought sucked. I was too cool for the books <laughs> yeah. when they came out. Uh, it, it hit me in that age where I was like, no. <laughs> I'm going to no. I'm gonna look at cool stuff like professional wrestling yeah. instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> Uh, this is a post-brewery podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so I, I just, I don't know. It just it just missed me as far as the books go. Mm-hmm. I, I knew that they were a huge thing. I, I read the first book, never got to the second one. And really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever go back and read them? No. Ever? No, I, I made plans to, but I never did. <laughs> I made plans to. No, and I say that because I did eventually get into the movies because, you know, I'm, I'm a plebe. It's a much easier entry point, mm-hmm. and I love the movies. I thought they're great yeah. for the most part. They, you mm-hmm. know, ebbs and flows, but uh-huh. as, a, as like a universe, I really got into it. And yeah. I, I really enjoy the Potter universe overall, um, but never got into the books. But... I think that it's it, this series in particular is kind of really latched on to our generation, mm. and that's why it doesn't die. Yeah, is because we won't let it die. Yeah, <laughs> at least not yet. Yeah, I, I, I guess the original material is good enough that our generation doesn't need a new <clears throat> series of books or new movie series to really relaunch it yet. Maybe another ten years or so we'll need that. Um, and then I'm I, sure there'll be reboots and TV shows and the the the. I can't believe, <clears throat> I I I just can't, I can't wrap my head around why it's so popular. I think there's a lot of depth, a lot of charm, 
to the the series. I think it has its own issues, um, but I I I don't know. I mean, I I think it is a very rich and um, accessible entry point for people who weren't into fantasy. That yeah. are it's like the you know baby's first fantasy. Are we talking about the books? Or are we talking about the movies? Because I think I you, think those are two different conversations. The universe in general. Because uh, I can't okay. really speak to the books because I know they go in more depth and they get more mature as it goes on, just like the movies do. Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel like the universe itself is a very easy entry point that if you want more information, there's a deep well of information, yeah. right? The the whole, uh, what was it called? The, the, the Potterverse or whatever. Is that what it's called? I don't know. I think know. it's called the Potheadverse. The Potheadverse. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a wealth of knowledge and fanfic and all that stuff that you look for in any fan base really Mm -hmm. um but at at the same time i I feel like it's it's even just that much more accessible than something like lord of the rings or game of thrones yeah it's it's definitely more accessible than those two for sure that's what i'm saying and those those are the two like i'd say biggest uh uh fantasy franchises outside of potter yeah you know yeah it's it's uh potter's like fantasy light for people who like don't want to play D D, but like want to though sure it's it's like um it's like pokemon to rpgs yeah you know like yeah. it's it's a easy entry point everyone loves it it's fun it's it's easily accessible pretty pretty light mm-hmm. um but there's a whole universe for you to explore even within that yeah. So I think that's why it's been so successful. And I think it's going to continue to be successful like for generations because that's unfortunate. The, the books <laughs> the books are written in a way that you know, grow with you mm-hmm. from what I've heard. And I I know the movies do at least. That's that's how I experience them. Yeah. Um, uh but. when I was when I was of age to be reading those books, I definitely read the first couple of them and yeah, they did grow with you. It felt like, you know, you were coming of age at a time that like the characters were. It seemed like jk now like obviously present beliefs notwithstanding it seemed like she had her finger on the pulse of you know what we were kind of going through in a way like she could um allegorize that's a word right allegorize sure she could write very well about (laughs) (laughs) uh allegorify allegorify uh in a way that like was relatable so i understand that but it's it's the legacy that like i just can't i just can't wrap my head around i just didn't Mm. think it i still don't think i just re i just went back and rewatched almost all the movies i stopped at the last one part two Um, that's where it ends yeah, I, I, did, just I didn't, didn't finish. I didn't the finish movie? Yeah, I didn't finish it. How do you go that far and not finish the last movie? <laughs> I'll tell you later. All right. <laughs> um, and yeah, I went back and we rewatched all of them, and I just, I don't know, I just like I thought they were fu- they were fun movies. They're they're like sure. entertaining. They were like you know they were good, but like they just they weren't like they you know they weren't they weren't like stick to your ribs type movies to me. Yeah. But maybe that's just because I was never into it from the jump. Like I always was very like kind of like i even when i was reading the books i was like it's good but Mm. you know yeah it's obviously written for children and well and you're also not a fantasy guy too. no yeah so So. that that's definitely a a, a, um a check mark against any kind of fantasy thing is like you're gonna have to do a lot to get over that hill of me just going eh 
goblins ghosts <laughs> ghouls <laughs> it just doesn't do it for me yeah knights you got a dragon in shields there and yeah <clears throat> and that's why like I, I that's why i really really fell headfirst into um game of thrones mm. because it was about so much more you could you could you could take that out <clears throat> you could take all of all of the fantasy elements out save for like obviously important aspects that have to do with dragons and stuff like that if but replace the dragons with like somebody being inherited or, or, or um like inheriting tanks in a time where you know militaries weren't built around yeah. heavy machinery it could be a story the politics the strategizing mm -hmm. the turn the, them into gundams yeah yeah i mean you can literally just take the the like the the juicy elements of the story itself it transpose it into any other genre right. yeah so that's why that was this eh. well you know i i to defend potter and other other fantasy uh uh staples such as lord of the rings uh-huh i feel like that's true of all of them for the most part i feel like there is more behind the goblins and ghouls and ghouls and dragons and <laughs> um but some require more digging than others so yeah yeah I, I, and you got to get past the corn of some of the other ones like there's sure. a lot of corn in harry potter that just is yeah, well, shit's yeah. corny. yeah that, that's that is part of its entry uh or its accessibility i should say yeah yeah you for know sure. the fact sure. that it that. is such a you know, it's it's a it begins as a absolute kids franchise mm -hmm. and it ends as a young adult franchise. You know, mm -hmm. it, it never goes full like, okay, this is like for grownups now, quote yeah. unquote. But yeah, yeah, it gets yeah. close. Yeah, and the stuff that that's what I've always been gravitating towards for the Potterverse, Potverse, um, Potheadverse, is is really those darker elements. I always loved when it got. When there were stakes, you know, yeah. and when it wasn't just, hey, we just talked about this before, when it's not just about like, you know, school drama and things like that. When it's mm -hmm. actually about like a larger world and a bigger universe and like uh, people could die, yeah. you know, and like th that's what's at stake here. Yeah. It's ultimate evil that is going to kill people. Yeah. And, and has like, I, I like when it starts getting more serious towards like the second half of the franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, Azkaban's my favorite. Uh, movie Azkaban Ask Azkaban 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 Banana <clears throat> Yeah I mean it went yeah 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 I just feel like those movies they kind of got boring a little bit mm. when when it got it it felt More like serious? it felt like yeah no nope, no pun intended <laughs> <laughs> It felt like they didn't really uh, they didn't really know how to balance making it darker while also like keeping what made the 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 shit good in the first place yeah because like all the charm goes out the window like everybody's mad serious <laughs> everybody's like crying every other scene sure everybody's just fucking slumped over it's like this shit is depressing and boring <laughs> and it's like they you know they they, they there's like these wide shot i can't remember what which movie it is um the one where they where they have to travel a lot because you get kicked out of the school mm -hmm. or or uh uh, home, uh, homie, uh, uh, you know, boss hog wizard. What's his name? Uh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Also known as boss hog wizard. Boss hog wizard. Yeah. Uh, 
when he when 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 the whole controversy thing with him when they're like you know he he can't come back to the school or whatever uh and then they're gonna travel around remember i can't remember what movie it was it's i i think it's right before i think it's half blood prince no is it half blood prince i think it's after half blood prince this is how much i know about the series and obviously i'm killing my own argument here uh because i don't anyway okay yeah it just uh well, fuck it. Whatever. I think. I think. Uh, I, no, I, th- I think that you very succinctly explained why there is a legacy in the first place. So sure. let's talk about the game. Okay. Um, they're finally twenty twenty two coming out with a full fledged Wizarding World RPG. Right, an original game. There, there have been uh, games based on the movies in the past. Uh, I think there, there may have been a game based on the book really weird um but yeah this is the first full-fledged like from the ground up in the in the pot verse as you will Mm -hmm. um uh game and and this is just last week we saw the first kind of overall overview of the game it's it's really more of a preview i said trailer earlier but i meant more of like a more in-depth preview it's almost like i think like 15 minutes long you can find it online yeah um but they go in depth onto like all the mechanics and you know what the general storyline is and what you can expect from the game itself yeah uh and it looks really in depth like it looks like a very deep rpg yeah um which is surprising to me given the fact that again Potter in general has been this very like accessible, very. I don't want to say shallow because that's that's not true, but like. Yeah. I'd say shallow. Eh, I don't. Know. I don't even mean that disparagingly. I just mean that like you know it's not. It's it's base elements are very easy to understand. Yeah, I, Hero's I, Journey. Sure. Uh, comic relief. Mm. You know, put upon. Super smart girl, yeah. cute animals. That's the team, yeah. Cute animals, evil teacher, old wise guy. You know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> what are you kids doing over here? <laughs> old wise guy. Uh, no, but you get it. The tropes are there. Sure, of course. I think it is course. shallow to a point, but then there is depth to it. That sure. is, that's that again. What you explain yeah. why it, it keeps people coming back, but on yeah. the surface, it is shallow. Yeah, I, I think accessible is the, the best word for it. Yeah. Anyway, so that being said, I, I was really surprised with how how deep this game <laughs> seems to be. Yeah. Um, you know, everything from spell casting to, um, you know, making potions to you, you essentially like it, it looks like if you guys don't remember that this old uh, Rockstar game, Bully, it looks a lot like that. Yeah. But with like complete rpg overhaul yeah but bully was fucking awesome it was awesome yeah man i miss bully i really hope that the rumors are true and they're bringing it back well people are saying a lot of what you enjoyed with bully could be seen in this game Mm -hmm. so like from what i've seen in that preview it it you get kind of the vibe because you you can be an asshole in this game apparently which seems fun yeah um, yeah. But, you know, everything in the, essentially the game takes place in, I think, the very late 1800s. <sighs> OK. And um, so obviously it's it's far removed from anything we know in the, the, the books for sure. Yeah. Um, and a little bit a little bit removed from the Fantastic Beats, too, which is in the, the 20- Fantastic Beats Beats. <laughs> um, 
which is, I think, in the 20s, I want to say, early 1900s. Um, How old is, is fucking Dumbledore? He's old. He's very old. <laughs> he's old as shit. He's an old guy. Um, timeless. Um, but yeah, uh, all, all that being said, I think it's it's a very interesting place for them to, to put this series, which is, you know, essentially before anything that's been written before. Yeah. So there's free reign for you to make your character however you want and do whatever you want and there be a reasoning why you don't see like Harry Potter. <laughs> right. Or if you're if you're like this evil wizard by the end of it, he doesn't come and try to fight you or something. You know, like Yeah. I like that idea of all that freedom you have Although, within the universe. <clears throat> to that point, it's part of the reason why there's some controversy with this game. Yeah. Not in small part because of the setting but also because of the characters and how the setting itself could have uh well i guess doesn't affect those characters in the long run and this is what is always the problem with prequels sure you do anything set before an established timeline and you could only do so much with mm -hmm. it because now you have to answer as to why those things don't affect the thing that you right. already made your hero can't solve everything because there must be another hero's journey after your your character you know reaches his right. or her pinnacle and i think that that's i mean that's really the that's the thing that irritates me the most about prequels in the first place and why on the like on the whole i just don't really like prequels yeah because it's just like again going back to there's no real stakes you know what's going to happen now there may be characters who you you know get to know and love and then they die and it's like yeah but they're all dead by the time we get to the point of the thing that we already liked marco everyone dies <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way things go but i'm just I'm saying like there's nothing there's nothing uh i mean yeah i know i know like harry's gonna die at some point but like he hasn't died yet and as far as like my <laughs> in your uh, head, head cannon? Cannon, yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> he could have he, he could have had a heart attack he or might, something yeah yeah. Not, yeah yeah but he didn't he didn't all right right I and guess. so with this shit, you know, uh, uh, so the one of the big controversies coming out of this is that the goblins of the series, <laughs> not, not to be confused with the ghouls, not the ghouls, not the <laughs> yes. ghouls uh -huh. or the ghosts, but the goblins are one of, if not the main antagonist of the game, right? Which has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way for a multitude of reasons. Number one. The character, or or the the race, the race. <laughs> rather, of goblins, set in the J.K. Rowling universe, is already controversial because a lot of people are saying that it's uh, pretty anti-Semitic. Let's just let's just be right down and dirty with it. Right, and that's not only because of like their portrayal, but also because in in the modern series they're supposed to be in like banks right uh -huh, yeah the, the gringotts right they're in gringotts yeah, they, and, they run that joint right so uh uh john stewart made a big thing about it yeah i remember yeah yeah yeah, yeah he, he had talked whole, all about yeah, that yeah, and yeah, saying yeah. they're like anti-semitic uh um uh what's it called caricatures yeah um, well so a lot of people have said that like their their characterization resembles nazi propaganda right and so um you know, whether that's true, there's no way to know what lies in the heart of J.K. Rowling. Sure. Although she said <laughs> well, she, a lot. She, to she, made, <laughs> she, she may tweet uh, something about that. I don't know. Yeah, we might. I mean, you know, in the next couple of years, once she's like fully canceled, quote unquote, mm. um, we'll finally 
she'll finally just be like, yeah, you know what? The goblins are hook-nosed Jews, too. And you're like, whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, I don't know. We'll probably find that out pretty soon. Hopefully. <laughs> she's still tweeting. Well, yeah. I mean, she's supposed to be canceled, and yet she's probably going to make a fucking oh, boatload yeah. of money off of this shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nobody yeah. gets canceled, dude. You, you'll wonder how much she makes just yearly on the property like being in in universal studios alone you know right like how much that licensing agreement was you imagine well the irony of all of this stuff coming out about her and our generation are the ones who were like keeping this boat afloat honestly well and that's that's you know besides this (laughs) argument about you know, uh, the, the goblins being the goblins. This, it's, it's silly to talk about. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's silly. Uh, the goblins being silly. like an anti-Semitic um, caricature and and portrayal and, and, and kind of like a stand in for Jewish people. Um, besides that, obviously, there's there's <laughs> no end to what she has said that has made people have to decide on whether or not they're willing to support anything within this pot verse right <laughs> so that includes uh hogwarts legacy um and really you know there's there's gonna be a new fantastic beast coming out as well so i'm sure that's gonna make headlines too but you and know, they've I, wanted to do the cursed child which apparently is like a the uh, stage play. Yeah, that yeah. they want to turn into a, a movie. movie. Of course. And Daniel Radcliffe is like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Good on, good on that, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm doing, like, weird indie movies yeah, and I'm shit. Yeah, I'm chilling. People are asking me to be Wolverine. You think I want to go back and be fucking Harry Potter again? I'm the Swiss Army man. Come on, son. Yeah. I played a dead guy. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. It is. Yeah. yeah. Paul Dano, it. right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy's an actor, man. He is really an actor. <laughs> that is an actor yeah. right there. So, yeah, uh, and 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 with this, you know, there's there's well, we we there's critics and um, gaming publications that said that they're not gonna cover this sure. game. They're yeah. not going to Flat review out. it. They're not gonna. Yeah, they want nothing to do with it. Right, right. Which, you know, I'm I'm conflicted on personally. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not gonna get too much into what J.K. said. Because that's a whole other pod. That's not, yeah, that's not, that's not this this episode, especially, and and really not this show. Yeah, to talk about that stuff, but you know, well, that, I mean, I, I, we 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 can. It's just we'll be here for another fucking two hours. Yeah, of it, hacking it. It's it's too much for this episode in particular. Um, but that being said, obviously, if you know anything about J.K. and, and you know, searched at all, there have been a lot of what people have. Uh, 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 Perceived as transphobic comments coming from her, she's been labeled a turf. Um, turf, yeah, which is a trans exclusionary radical feminist. So go ahead and Google, do your own research. Have fun with that. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, so all that being said, um, th- this this turns into a quintessential. Can we? Can we remove the art from the artist? Mm. We had this conversation with Kanye before, too. Um, mm-hmm. I think it it's hard. It's, it's very difficult. Personally, I don't agree with these publications just deciding to not talk about it. Because I feel like the cons far outweigh the pros in that argument. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many people... Um, 
working on this game, developers and artists and writers and, you know, uh, there's a lot behind this game that goes far beyond JK rolling or rowling. I, I, I never understood. I always understood it as rowling, but it could be rolling. Okay, what, whatever. JK. JK. Um, DK. <laughs> and, and mind you, she has no ties to this game other than literally spawning the universe in which it exists the, yeah. the pot verse if you will um the p-verse the p-verse uh the perverse the perverse <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah she I'm, I'm sure she's gotten money from the rights to it obviously yeah. so it can't completely be divorced from her but i i think the vast majority of people that will benefit from the sales of this game and the publication of this game are far bigger than just J.K. Rowling. Now, uh, counter argument to that would be um, that all of those people could have just said no to this thing um, because if it goes against their beliefs, do you think that as a game developer, somebody approaches you, Warner Brothers, obviously, approaches you and goes, we want to do a Harry Potter vehicle. Isn't your first question like, or I guess your first concern, hmm, the person most famous off of this has made a lot of controversial statements, a lot of which I don't agree with. How much does this benefit that person? And how much does it benefit me to even be uh, even loosely attached to yeah. this person? That's fair. Um at the same time, though, what if? <clears throat> let, okay, let's say you're a big fan of the the perverse. Mm -hmm. Okay, the perverse. The perverse. You you absolutely don't agree with J.K. Rowling's ideas mm -hmm. uh, uh, around trans people. Mm -hmm. Which, for the record, I don't. Yeah, same, same. Um, say you say you don't, but you see this as an opportunity to, you know, finally write in the world that you grew up loving and you still have a love for, uh -huh. and in a way, kind of form that into your own ideals. Let's say you're the writer of it, mm -hmm. okay, into mm -hmm. your own ideals. They've they have announced that they are allowing trans characters in the game. Yeah, that I seems that, that at, at first on face value, that seems like, OK, they're just throwing them a bone. Yeah. They're throwing anyone who disagrees with J.K. <laughs> Rowling uh, a, a little treat to be like, OK, well, it's OK now because I can play as a trans character. Yeah. Like it feels stick it to her. Yeah. It feels like. I don't know. It, 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 it performative. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it matters, you know, like it, it yeah. it's something. And I think. It, it shows that if I'm not being pessimistic about this, <laughs> that the developers do care about mm -hmm. trans people mm -hmm. and have a dramatically different view than J.K. Rowling does. And really this franchise and, and something that's much larger than her at this point um, is, is still being tarnished by this one person who was, sure, the, the mother of, of this franchise, but really... I mean, I don't feel like is is as influential in it anymore. Uh, you know, looking at how crappy Fantastic Beasts has been, 
Um, and even the cursed child, people say that kind of sucks too. Yeah. Like seeing how how little an impact like she really has on this universe that I feel like the fans have really been the champion of for the past ten years. Yeah. Um, how little she she really has a, a foothold in in her own franchise anymore. Um, should show that this can go beyond her. Sure, at the end of the day, I'm conflicted at the fact that she will make money off of this. Yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> that sucks. But to say, like, we're going full blackout on it, <laughs> we're not going to, we're going to, you know, boycott the game, et cetera, et cetera, when, you know, this this team and everyone working on it may not align with her at all. Yeah, and in fact, probably doesn't. I would I would go as far as to say probably doesn't. And because its origins are in someone who is what you may classify as a hateful person or behind the times or you know misaligned with your own values, you're going to boycott it or you know just pretend it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. um, I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted by that. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Sounds like you're making excuses so you can play the game. Looks like a pretty good game. That's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No, it, it sucks. It, it sucks and it's difficult and it's, you know, it's one of those things. It, it is one of those things oh, of yeah. it's, whether it's, you can divorce the, the, the art from the artist. It's tough because let's say you're just one of those low-level developers who, like, needs a job. It's, like, it's kind of hard to, like, turn down something like that, especially a vehicle as big as this. Well, imagine if you loved Harry Potter your entire life and you get the chance to, like, make your own story in the universe and have really no involvement from the person that's now this, like, yeah. you know, pariah in, in, in the modern landscape. I mean, it really does fall down to separating the art from the artist. And, I mean, if... if, if uh but then, 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 you look at some of the art that the artist made that you're still working within the confines of, and it's still kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know, like the Asian characters are all named Ching Chong and Bing Bong, and the fucking black I characters. Don't know if that's true. Doug, Doug, what what is the Asian character's name? I think her name is like Chong or something like that. Look it up. I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> It's not Ching Chong and Bing Bong. <laughs> it's not far off. It's not far off. <laughs> Cho and then, Chang. And then jo Cho Chang. Cho Chang, yes. Are you telling me that's not far off from Ching Chong? Her name is Cho Chang. <laughs> okay, that's a little, that's a little, a little on the line. And then the black character's name is like uh, something like uh, <laughs> like Ricky Hang 'em Up or something like that. <laughs> it ain't that. <laughs> The fuck? No, but look up his name. Look up his name. Look up the black character's name. Because it is something as fucked up. It's going to take you a minute yeah, to find the <laughs> You don't think it would. There's not many. Yeah, I think they got him buried, though. Oh, my God. Where is he? This? No, 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 not him. No, no, the homie from the Ministry of Defense or Ministry of Dark Magic <sighs> or whatever. The guy who wears the little hat and he wears like the purple cloak. Ministry. I can't spell. Yeah, spell it. Ministry of Magic. Yeah. That guy. Oh. Kingsley Shacklebot. 
That's right. Kingsley Shacklebot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. It ain't no Ricky Hang 'em up, <laughs> but it's close. It's a street name. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, even if you can divorce yourself from the original or the originator, rather, uh, she's left an indelible mark on the universe in ways that are still being like discovered today where you're like, wait a minute. That's kind of fucked <laughs> Hold up. Hold on a second. And then it brings us back to the fucking goblins. Yeah. Because not only are they now viewed uh, pretty universally as anti-Semitic characters, but if if the stories are true, if the narrative is true about this game. Harry Potter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, of the rumors, rather. Yeah, I, I worded that weird. The <laughs> Did Harry rumors, Potter happen? <laughs> the rumors of the narrative of the game are true, if if that is so. I'm going to try that sentence again. Okay, let's, let's do it again. <laughs> if the rumors of the narrative of the game are true, which is that the goblins are the antagonists, that's even more fucked up because if it's a rebellion, all they want is equal rights. Right. And if you are the protagonist snuffing out this rebellion, you're snuffing out equal rights for these goblins. Well, I think it would, it would be really subversive of the developers and writers of this game to make it where that's that's the story on the, the surface, right? Yeah. But it's really that if you go that path, you're the bad guy. Yeah, that'd be I, cool if they... Yeah, like having that depth of character and sort of a turn on the universe itself, and maybe speaking to some of the universe's like faux pas and and more kind of shitty <laughs> aspects. Yeah, speaking to the universe itself, really, I think could be interesting. Yeah, they have a lot of room to do that if they so choose. Right. And well, and and it reminds me like similarly of like. H.P. Lovecraft, right? Uh-huh. Notable white supremacist, racist, asshole, yep. dork, <laughs> weirdo, right? Yeah. But had some good ideas as far as fiction goes. Cthulhu. And Cthulhu and such. Um, now, at this point, obviously he's long dead and gone. Yeah. We're able to see, I, you know, at least most people. I, I, I don't think I speak for everyone, but I think... The vast majority of people are able to read his his fiction, and though it may consist of some mm, on the fence, if not uh, ultimately racist or you know prejudiced views within, we can see it for the art for it, especially for its time. Yeah, right. I think that that's going to continue to happen for the Harry Potter series. I, yeah. I, I don't think. <clears throat> Harry Potter's going to get canceled at any point. No. I, I I don't see that happening. Well, I no. feel like, you know, there's there's been too much investment um, emotionally with people of our generation, especially. You know, even if they don't align with J.K. Rowling, and you know, it, <laughs> that reminds me. I'm, I'm sorry to go on a tangent here, but it reminded me of recently. I I've seen this weird, like kind of reaction to the the quote-unquote cancelization of jk and this game being released mm -hmm. where i've seen some like 
some people, as opposed to being like, we're not going to cover this at all, being like, this looks like the best game I've <coughs> ever seen, mm -hmm. and I'm actually going to pre-order it right now and get five copies just to show that I support this kind of uh, uh, game and media. Ooh. Okay. You know, and it's like, okay, do you, do you really, is that really what you're, are you supporting the game and the developers? Are you supporting uh, anti-trans agenda or, Not you know. the hill what, you want to die on, I think. What's going on here? Because yeah. I've seen it both ways. I've seen people saying, like, obviously, I'm going to pretend like this doesn't exist. And I've also seen on the opposite end, this is clearly going to be game of the year. And is exactly what I've always been dreaming of my entire life. And I am so ready to buy as many copies as possible. Ooh. So that's the state of things right now. If, if, uh, if you haven't been online for a little bit. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this game is not going to be game of the year. In fact, here's my too early prediction Ooh. of the game. I love a too early prediction. I think it's going to be very mediocre. I think it's going to be very middle of the road. I think they're going to they're going to have a lot of things that they could have done and didn't do and a lot of like I don't I I just I have a feeling about this. Mm. Have you seen the the whole breakdown the preview yeah, thing? I watched I skimmed. You dabbled. I did, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I think then died. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I just <coughs> it looks a little rough to be fair. It looks it, it looks a little rough where it's at right now. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm not going to judge them on, you know, that how early that um, walkthrough looked because uh, you know anything could happen I mean cyberpunk looked amazing and it turned out <laughs> sure. to be dog shit so it's better now it's good it's good now yeah they updated it's just it, it, you know it just it's it's too little too late mm. that's what a lot of people are saying about Halo I'd like to get your opinion on that but we don't have enough time for that get my opinion on Gran Turismo now too mm. oh did you read about what they've done with Gran Turismo did I read about it oh I guess you were affected <laughs> by it <laughs> what yeah. if we, <laughs> that's my it's gonna be mediocre mediocre okay <laughs> uh what, what 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 was the other thing that we, we said oh oh stranger things right okay let's let's talk about gran turismo for a second because oh, okay. do you want to or do you want to we can talk about it later i briefly briefly because i know we're trying to we're trying to roll we're trying to roll in this yeah, episode we got, okay we got we got we got time okay. i gotta spend too much time on stranger things there's not much there all right i just mean there's not much yeah, yeah, to go off of at this point. To us. Right, right, right. We will speculate. Right, right, right. Well, we can get some, we can squeeze some juice from Gran Turismo 7. Yes. So, um, you know, I, I, I raved a little bit about Gran Turismo. That you did. Uh, cheers, dude. Well, my cheers technically was for cars. But, <laughs> yeah. yes, it had it had a lot to do with Gran Turismo. Uh -huh. um, you know, the game itself is still awesome. I, I, I will die on that hill. The game itself is still you know, an immaculate semi-simulator racing game. And I think it's it's a testament to um, <coughs> car lovers in general and, 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 and race fans. I played it that night, right? Yeah. And, oh, boy, was it, I mean, it was so much fun. And I, you know, I historically don't like <laughs> racing games. I'm Hate not cars. good at them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, that was exhilarating. Yeah, it's, it's, um. It's its own thing. I, it's I think fun. I think it unfairly gets compared to uh, uh, Forza Horizon a yeah. lot because that's the, the most recent game that came out for Forza, um, which is definitely way more of an arcade game. Mm. And it, it's, it, it, it's easy to pick up and play. It's fun. All that stuff. 
Yeah. Sure. I, I love Forza Horizon for what it is, but it's Horizon not Gran Forza Turismo. Dawn. <clears throat> not. It is not. It is not. Gran Turismo. Um, so anyway, all that being said, the game itself is great. However, I can't ignore the the gorilla in the room, <laughs> which is microtransactions uh-huh. that have, have have shown their 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 fuzzy head. Yeah. I meant the gorilla in the room. Yes. Fuzzy head, but right, right. sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it just seems summer. like it seems like and, and you know, we, we always praise the fact that in modern gaming, there are updates, right? There are patches. They can adjust the game as it as it goes along to make sure that it is as good as possible. Yeah. This is where it goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> They've patched it. So, well, first of all, the first patch ended up breaking uh, a lot of the game where you you literally couldn't beat some of the challenges on gold, right? You Mm -hmm. couldn't, you just couldn't. They they, they messed it up. Yeah. So your car literally. Game was broken. Yeah. Your your car literally couldn't do what it was asking you to do Mm -hmm. to get a a, a gold trophy, right? Um, So that's, that's the first thing. Much larger issue here is that they also ended up essentially. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, Call of Duty nerfing guns. They they nerfed how much money you get from races. Yeah, and that means you have to play more. You have to grind more to get the cars you want or need to to race certain courses. Uh-huh. Now wouldn't be such wouldn't be such a big deal. It would still be a big deal, but it wouldn't be such a big deal if. It wasn't possible to buy these cars yeah. with real-world money. Hey, look at that! Right. So, surprise, surprise! There are some digital cars on Gran Turismo going for like forty dollars, real-world money. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it is, it is despicable. Mm-hmm. It is trashy, and I hate it. <laughs> what? Um, at what point do you think we left <clears throat> or got away from? These games just being games. I mean, like, really, as soon as it plugged into the internet, I feel. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as we got loot boxes, as soon as we discovered that not only could we update games, but we could charge people for content in the game. Yeah. And it's, it's as soon as everything changed. What was the first game, though, I wonder, where where they were like, where they experimented with it, where they were like, we could, we could give them this base game and then like charge them real money for like this extra shit. I mean, I think it came out of MMOs, you know, yeah. with like the the horse armor or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, the, that was <laughs> the big first like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Yeah, kind of scenario. Um, but yeah, I I just think from there on, like, it, it's just it's, it's. I mean, there's been ebbs and flows, obviously, because I feel like develop or not developers, but publishers have kind of suck their hand closer and closer into the oven to see how far they can get it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And then they get burned on something uh-huh. like Battlefront. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, well, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Here, go ahead. <laughs> you're fine. Free content, free content. And then, oh, 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 sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know what it is? You know what I just I ju- just popped into my head? It was mobile gaming. That's what it was. Free-to-play games were a huge influence for, you know, loot boxes yeah. and, and it, it was, the, it tokens. Was and, sitting on your phone, yeah. playing some game, and then, and then you know, either an ad pops up or, like, a timed thing where it's like, hey, you can just pay, and then you don't have to, you don't have to wait. 
you can just pay and then you can like skip this level. Honey, sure. You can just pay and then your character could wear this sweater. It's like, you know, it's like, what, what is it? $2? <laughs> it ain't nothing. Right. And then it built from there. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. At least that's, a, I think that that's a big part uh, of mo- it. Mobile gaming was a huge, huge part of, of you know, loot boxes and, and pay to win and things like that. This is another thing I never understood, mobile gaming. I tried. I tried really hard, especially when I first got like my own iPhone, like it was filled with just, you know, social media and then video games. That's oh, all no, it had I downloaded it. the dumbest stuff. Yeah. R- remember like the ones that like, there's <laughs> like a, a soda can oh, or something. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, the shotgun. <laughs> you just oh, oh, the shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so stupid. All of that stuff, so dumb. Awful. But then after a while, <clears throat> there's just no, there's no longevity to mobile games, at least to me. I know that people really like those yeah. games, but I, I just can't play like puzzle games and even like, uh, like Wordle, for instance. Mm. I like it. It's really, it's really fun. I love, I love brain busters. I love puzzles and, and riddles and all that jazz, but it just doesn't keep my attention long enough. Yeah. Like, I haven't, I haven't done a Wordle in like two weeks. You know? uh, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've kind of fallen off a little bit myself and I, I loved it. I, yeah. I love Wordle. Yeah. <laughs> I love Wordle. That's yeah, so it, it just, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just never understood how how it could have such a hold on people. Like, I, I don't know. It, I think, again, you know, just like Potter, <laughs> mobile gaming is so accessible. It's perverse. It's perverse. Yeah, how it is, accessible it is. Really it is. Accessible. Yeah. Because, you know, when they, they look at statistics about gamers, air quote. Nerds. Uh, you assume it's somebody holding a controller or playing on their PC, but... The, I, I think a large swath of those people are on their phones. Yeah. You know, even if, even if it's like a suburban mom who plays Candy Crush every day, uh-huh. you know, like that still counts. That's still a game. Well, you know, some people would argue with you about that if that counts. I wouldn't. But uh, no, it is. I mean, I, I, I don't see the argument against it. It is still a game. You're still gaming. But it, are it, they a gamer? If they continue to play, yeah, I think they are. I think if it, if you continually play a game, you should be considered a gamer. I think some would argue that a gamer is somebody who actually gives a shit about video game culture. I think that's a video game enthusiast. What's the difference? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> I think a, an enthusiast is someone who cares about quote unquote culture and you know invests more into it other than just playing the thing. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, but people of don't that, walk around calling themselves video game enthusiasts. They call themselves I, gamers. I hope people don't walk around calling themselves gamers. That's really <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> fellow gamers. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know fellow I, gamers. I know I would fall in that description. Box, oh yeah, but I yeah, don't video game enthusiast. I don't call myself a gamer or a video game enthusiast. Yeah, I mean, unless you really ask me, <laughs> unless you ask nicely mm. and with your sexy voice. Mm. But yeah, so anyway, all that to be said, Gran Turismo in, in, its, <laughs> in its current state, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it, it hurts. It hurts that, that this has happened to my baby. Yeah. However, it's still a game that I will return to. It's still fun. The mechanics of it, the mechanics of it are incredible, and it's still an incredible game. I, I, I still can testify to that, but... Have you seen how people have been cheesing it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the, you been cheesing it? I haven't been cheesing it yet, but I get the feeling I will. <laughs> I, I've actually swapped over to uh, uh, Forbidden West mm. for, the, for the time being while this all blows over. Ah, uh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So. I might have to go back to Sifu until they 
revert some of the stuff that they're about to do in in Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah. yeah. That's what I do. Uh, you know, it, 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 there are so many good games out right now that, yeah. like, if one starts faltering, go the next. See ya. Go the next. This hoe ain't loyal. Uh-uh. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've just been, uh, spoiled by Battle Royale games to the point where I'm like, I want them all to be Battle Royale games. Yeah. I would love a Destiny Battle Royale game. Oh, yeah. God, that would be so amazing. Mm-hmm. Or well, just I mean, a game uh, where you could just drop into a, or not a game, like Destiny. I would love to play Destiny again. You just drop to a planet and like everyone's, it's like a fucking free-for-all where either you could team up with people, excuse me, or there's like rogue, uh, uh, fuck, what did he call, what, 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 what were they called? Uh, fuck. <laughs> ah, I can't remember. Uh, it'll come to me. In, in Destiny? Yeah. Hmm. What were the 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 characters were called something? Uh, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're patriot like, or something. It was like a it wasn't patriot, but it was a word that they used to uh, to describe the character and all the other. Uh, yeah, you gotta find this. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Guardians. Guardians. Guardian. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> um, anyway. <laughs> that was worth the search. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. Now I now I remember. Yes. Now I remember. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be cool if, if in, in a, a like a Destiny Battle Royale, you drop in and you can team up with Guardians or like there's rogue Guardians out there who are like, kind of like, uh, like, like GTA. You know, you yeah. go on online on the server, and there's like people just flying around, destroying shit. I mean, that that was kind of always the vision for Destiny, that, though. You yes, know? Like, that was the idea, but it yeah. just never came to fruition. In a yeah, way, it that, was still cool whenever there was like an event that yeah. happened, and you see everyone just flock to it. Yeah. Like random people online just run to the same tank and take it on. That yeah. was always cool to me. Yes, that was very fun, and I wish. I don't know. I just wish. I mean, it goes back to the microtransactions thing because, like, a lot of, like, their expansions. Well, we talked about this. Yeah. yeah. Their expansions are just, in my opinion, they're just too expensive. But maybe they're worth it. I don't know. We've already, we've already debated this. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, microtransactions still suck. They do. You yeah. can't, I, there's nothing that anybody can tell me. Juan can come on here. Shout out to Juan. You want to come on here? I don't think he's going to defend microtransactions. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. All right. We'll see. He might. All right. Well, we'll have him on and we'll have him talk about it. I mean, he's a big Gran Turismo head, too. So. Oh, I wonder how he feels about we'll that. I'm on. not saying that he's an advocate we'll for, for microtransactions, but I just get a feeling that sometimes he will. Uh, You're trying J.K. Rowling him right now. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. No, sometimes he, uh, like. He either plays devil's advocate mm-hmm. or he's like, you know, this is the side of the gaming industry that you plebes don't see because sure. you're not on the inside of it, which is valid. He, he he is on a side of it that we don't see. Uh, so you're just not enough of a gaming enthusiast. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> let's let's uh, let's get out of here. Let's let's address one more thing. Okay. One more controversial uh aspect of media thing that was okay. so huge i mean it, it it stranger things 
not on the level of Harry Potter at all. But, I mean, if they had played their cards right, could have been. Definitely could have been. Had the potential. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you... If you talk to people today, they may be pretty close. I don't think it, I don't think Stranger Things is going to have the longevity, but I think well, I'm saying like wise, the 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 the, uh, uh, the expansiveness of it. Like, there's not enough video the games. There's yeah. not enough like you know. It doesn't. It affects pop culture in a way, not in a way that Harry Potter no, does no. or did. It, it's like the Funko Pop T-shirt level. Yes, and I think that it could be on the level of like infecting every aspect of pop culture oh, like sure. Harry Potter did. Novels, movies, like like big movies. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's the difference. Mm. There needs to be a Stranger Things movie. There's gonna, there's <laughs> got to be, right? They've well, got to end it on a movie. Starring this cast, they're going to be in their 30s. Exactly. They're going to wait until they're adults <laughs> and then have them in a movie. Yeah, it'll be like uh, It Chapter 2. Yeah. Like you'll actually have the <laughs> exactly. same cast instead of... Yes, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so in real time. Yeah, we could watch them literally grow, grow up. up and yeah. my, I'll be going with my niece. She'll be in her thirties. I'll be in my fucking eighties. Remember <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> she loves that shit. Mm. So I, yeah, I yeah. mean, there's definitely that that age group. Like we watch the show. Our age group watches the show, and it's like, oh yeah, it reminds me of like Goonies and Gremlins yeah. and like you know, a, any Squad. Steven Spielberg movie or like yeah. Um, but people her age watch it and they're like, this is my that thing. Sure. You know, and yeah, they have yeah. no context for it. So it's like wholly it, original. It's, it's so strange to see like, you know, young kids, like the age of the Stranger Things kids uh-huh. at the time of the first season, like completely eat this stuff up. Eat it up. Because they don't have the reference point of the 80s. Right. But it's still, I guess, a universal enough idea yeah. that kids investigating uh otherworldly threat is is just it just works i guess well i think it 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 works because of the 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 surface level relatability of it it's just a group of friends find some weird shit you've always with your childhood group of friends go off into the forest and find some weird shit and you always wish like maybe you find like a flying saucer or like you know Something otherworldly, something like a dead body. Yeah. You guys want to see a dead body and <laughs> poke it with a stick? And that is the thing that I think, at least in American culture, is very universal. Yeah, I think so. So we finally get new images of season four. And, I mean, you know, it looks good. <laughs> from it, from four images, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be, you know, like, I don't know. I just, it, it, man, they are really, really taking their time with this shit. And I know many jokes have been made about the fact that, like, they'll be, you know, they're taking their time with this show. But uh, I just want you to Google, just Google Stranger Things cast. And look at the images of some of these kids because they're not the updated pictures of these kids. They're the pictures of when they were on the show, when they first sure. started the show. Yeah. And I mean, they some of them look like they could be eight years old. Yeah. And now you look at the, the, the especially the images that have come out, I think, from Variety magazine. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're they're adults. They're full. They're full, full fledged, full on adults. And uh, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because they're like, I know I know some of them are like 
18, 19 years old. Well, sure. Um, let's see. Caleb McLaughlin was older, wasn't he? He just he's twenty now. <laughs> so yeah, so he was he was already playing younger than he was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that being a headline. <laughs> like he's actually older than you think. Yeah, um, he seemed older though. Yeah, like he had a maturity about him that was. So did so did Finn. Finn Wolfhard. Yeah, he's also nine, seemed a little older. He's nineteen. Millie Bobby Brown's eighteen. Noah Schnapp is seventeen. He seemed like the youngest one. No, he seemed like the youngest Gaten, one. Gaten uh, Matarazzo, right? Matarazzo is nineteen. That's the main cast. David yeah. Harbor. Is, yeah, is forty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty six. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes he doesn't seem that old, and then sometimes he seems way older. Oh than yeah, him. yeah, right. Like he just—he's one of those guys that you can't really pinpoint. He could yeah. be like he could be forty, or he could be like sixty-five. Yeah. It's strange. Yeah. It's very strange. Especially, I mean, when he's out of shape, obviously he looks worse, and so he looks well. Sure, and he can he can get like disheveled looking for a a, a show or you know movie or something. Yeah, but. I've seen him in interviews though, and I'm like, man, I, I could see him being like 40, 40 something, forty mm-hmm. six. Eh, yeah, he's forty six. Yeah, he's a young looking forty six, but he's forty six. Yeah, Winona Ryder's got to be what fifty something, fifty five. Uh, 56? no, I think she's. Pr- uh, let me let me let me do a let me do a yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, do a guess. Do a guess. Let me say she's fifty two. Fifty two. I yeah. say fifty five. Okay. Fifty on the dot. Oh. <laughs> you aged her. I aged. The I guess shit we, out we both aged yeah, her. Sorry, Winona. She didn't. You know. Still she look looks great. amazing. Yeah, still look great. Yeah. So. You had- I forgot Sean Aston was in Stranger <laughs> Things. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Lord of the Rings. That's right. He gets marked in the first season, right? Or the second Spoiler season. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. If you haven't watched Se- Stranger Things. Season two. Season two? Pretty sure. Yeah, because yeah, he's like the stepdad that gets, mm-hmm. that gets marked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I- I'm not going to give you a fucking spoiler alert for Stranger Things. One of the biggest well, that, shows on the planet. That's the point of what we're saying here. Is it's <laughs> yeah. been so long. <coughs> so it's been, it's been so long, so long since the last season that, like, I mean, I want to ask you: Are you feeling as disconnected with the show as I am at Absolutely. this point? Absolutely. It's like I've, I've, uh, like, clearly, I, I've, I've forgotten the the series. And I mean, I know it's easy enough to go back and rewatch, obviously, but. I just don't have the desire. I don't really want to either. You know, like, I, I've seen it already. I enjoyed it in its time. I know a lot of people are really harsh on the, you know, I mean, season two to three at this point. Yeah. Saying that, you know, it wasn't nearly as good and kind of diminishing returns. People were saying it's really not even <laughs> visiting past the the first season. But I disagree. I, I had a good time with season two and three. I didn't think it was as good as season one, but... I mean, it always happens with shows like this where you have to up the ante all the time, and it's hard. Yeah, that's. I think that that was one of the main problems with uh, the Walking Dead. I know that it's based on the comic book, and <clears throat> most of their oh, best of. ideas. Well, yeah, but the best stuff that they did came from the books. Yeah, they just rearranged it to match what right. they had on TV. Right, exactly, and that was the problem. Yeah, was they yeah. And well, they lost their showrunner, who was, I mean, like the incredible brains behind it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, 
when you when your show is based around these things that these once stranger these things. stranger things once like horror horror based shows for instance have to continue to up the ante sure. or else it's like all right you've revealed the monster like yeah. what and that's why american horror story for instance some people say it lost its legs after the second anthology. Some people really love everything that they've done. Mm. I think the idea behind keeping a lot of the same cast and making it an anthology series as opposed to having to up the ante from yeah. the last season is a very smart idea. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things could have done that if their main cast wasn't so beloved and if they didn't feel like they needed to watch these kids grow up. It yeah. could have been a thing where you just take another group of kids or not even kids just another group of people and like all of these people uh discover the upside down in their own yeah. ways and stuff like that and then, and then maybe like this is season four coming up maybe we finally revisit the stranger things kids from season one at right this point. right and now they're all grown up in it and it's like it doesn't the passage of time doesn't affect you as much because when you when you have watched this show as long as it's been out and you're like, these kids are so fucking old now. Right. And it, it's not even like that's it's not even the issue is not that they're older or that they're even old. It's just the fact that the charm is a, a little lost because it's about kids. They have to they definitely, especially in this next season, have to pivot the genre. Well, that's what they said in the article in yeah. the variety uh, write up, rather the Duffies, the Duff, Duffy, Duffy Bros. Duffy yeah. Bros. They said that they are pivoting away from ET. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Goonies and all that yeah. stuff, and it's going to be like a dark horror uh, season. But my question is, like, how do they do that while still giving like an homage to something? Because that's what mm. Stranger Things always was, and and that's kind of they're they're like pastiche, right? It, it it's supposed to be this. 80s influenced like highly highly influenced show that has a lot to do with Goonies and Monster Squad and yeah. like that's kind of the the foundation in which it's built like what are we doing now like what what's going to be the next thing I'm not saying they can't do their own thing at this point but it's going to be an adjustment if they decide to do that yeah because I mean even like even last <coughs> season if I remember it correctly it was, was so long ago. Was like influenced by the thing. And yeah, that's, yeah. You know, like kind of an invasion of the body snatchers. Thing yeah, too. exactly. Um, so I'm curious to see what their influences are now. If they're even going to continue to kind of give those homages to 80s, I guess at this point, almost early 90s, like yeah. cinema. Yeah, I don't know. I mean that that does seem to that is the DNA of the show. But do you think that that's the do you think that that is so inherent to what the show is, or is it just a product of the Duffy Brothers being like fans of all those things and going, we're gonna use those elements? Because again, we're talking about like it appeals to us because of those homages. Mm-hmm. But the main audience of the show has no context for those things, so it's original to them. Which is not obviously the Duffies have no control over like who is going to latch onto this thing. Sure, but you get to a point where they have to come up with something original. Do they have? Are they beholden to 
the show being a tribute to the 80s because that was why they were successful. They're beholden to nothing because they're the creators. Yeah. However, I feel like, at least from my perspective, it, it I define Stranger Things as that opening. You know, yeah. like it is so inherently 80s influenced and like that's that's really what it is that that that's what's defined by and if it loses that then i don't really know how to define what stranger things is anymore yeah. which may not be the worst thing maybe it reinvents itself as something new but i'm just kind of left with a question mark at this point as to you know what what stranger things even is yeah you know yeah yeah i don't know I don't know. I will say that going back to what you're saying, I am. I do feel really disconnected from it right now. Yeah. Really, like, you know, what? I don't have any allegiance to this thing. Out of sight, out of mind. You know, yeah. like I, I, I remember I loved season one. It, you know, that genre of like '80s, like kids in peril, like that. Yeah. That kind of movie is. It, just, it hits me a certain love way. watching kids in danger i love it i love no specifically 80s kids because they can handle themselves right right, they're right. smoking cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> they're dropping slurs yeah you know like right. they can handle themselves yeah like, they're all right i i, I trust in them are all right yeah no they really are they're they're fine they're yeah. fine uh, <laughs> i i have no doubt that they can you know make their way out of whatever shenanigans yeah. happen not these kids today not with their these participation trophies just jeff foxworthy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um but yeah i, I yeah I, we'll see what happens we'll yeah. see what happens yeah yeah well i mean i don't know when the show's supposed to come out it's already obviously been filmed and so hopefully you know they won't take too long to put it out because by the see. time that these kids are on a press run they'll be fucking 24 25 years old be retired yeah they'll be all fucking hollywood jaded and shit yeah like the cast of uh harry potter oh yeah all them are fucking jaded as fuck man emma robert thompson thompson <laughs> stone <laughs> emma stone emma stone roberts thompson emma thompson no 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 that's the that's that's the old actress older actress yes emma watson emma watson yeah, yeah that's it dog didn't she like semi-retire from acting Partly due to the fact that, like, the Harry Potter shit was too much. God bless her if she did. I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty when, sure I read that. When's the last that, time like, you seen her on screen? She ain't done shit. Yeah. I mean, genuinely, if all of them decided, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I yeah. want to chill for the rest of my life. <laughs> they can. Yeah. That's how, how much they made from Harry Potter alone. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. I mean, God bless them if that's what they decide to do. Yeah. I don't, I like, Danny Radcliffe has obviously been trying to do, like, indie stuff, and I love that for him. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's and been he's doing in some well. new shit. He was on a TV show recently, uh, The Western. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, right. That show where he plays, like, an angel? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, he's a, he's a preacher in, in, in this one. Preacher? Angel? Angel. Angel. Miracle, Miracle workers. workers. Yeah. yeah. He's an angel. Oh, he's a preacher in it. Yeah, no, they're angels. Yeah, no, he's a preacher. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that, they're... Uh... I get it. <laughs> I get it, okay? <laughs> I just saw him in the, in the, in, in the art, 
and he's he's wearing a yeah a thing you yeah. know well that's like season two or three of that show uh, where they I, I don't know if they fall to earth or or they they're they're like guardian angels they, right? yeah they're guardian yeah. angels yeah um yeah <laughs> anyway uh yeah he's been doing he's been doing a bunch of crazy shit and yeah. and more power to him but yeah you're right i mean they made they made enough money that they could be like oh i'm out the game you know sure. I, mean? I, I i sold my kilo i'm good I'm yeah, I'm not, imagine retiring at like 23 imagine retiring <laughs> can you imagine i'd rather not because it's not a reality for our generation <laughs> no, we're not retiring dude no you're not gonna retire no you're not gonna retire i'm not i'll be the manager of a bar for the rest of my life <laughs> i'm gonna be retired if you know what i mean <laughs> i'm gonna be retired yeah. emphasis on the tire <laughs> <laughs> You might be a redneck, <laughs> you. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I love watching. I love watching people discover like, uh, what was the what was the fat one's name? The fat one? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about the blue collar comedy tour. Uh, uh, that's that's just that's just funny right there. I don't care who you are. Oh, uh, get her uh, done. Yeah, uh, uh, Bubba Watson. No. Bubba Watson? <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, uh, no, because they said that he stole his whole character from Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. Yeah, because he's, he's from Florida. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, fuck, what's his name? Um, the, 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 something, the, the thing. The blank the blank. Yeah, blank the blank. Blank, yeah, he's, yeah. Oh, God. Well, that doesn't help his case against the Bubba the Love Sponge. Thing. Right, right. Oh, God. Oh the, God! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is that guy's name? Jamie, pull that up. Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. <sighs> Larry the Cable Guy. Larry Boom! The cable it's guy. in there. I don't know why. He no look. His literally his name came in my came up in my head earlier today because I was listening to the WTF yeah. with Jeff Foxworthy. Uh huh. And you notice, you notice that Mark Marin does not mention Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. As far as like the other guys on that tour. Oh, he tour. runs through. Yeah. Jeff he, and yeah, Ron he, White. Yep. And, he says how how talented they all are and how great. Not a like, word. Not, not a single word. Yeah. And I go, that's on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all Marky Mark. Yep. Being no that, respect. Being that classic Mark Marin. Love it. No respect. Mm -mm. Well, yeah. Uh, how the fuck did I bring up I don't the know. cable guy? <laughs> oh, oh, because they, you know, people discover in these interviews where he's like speaking. Uh, I guess some would say eloquently. I would say he's just speaking normally, and they're like, "Oh, he he don't talk like this all the time in no, these it's interviews." A character. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it every year or so people it's like how they discover every other thing it's how they discover that bobby caldwell's white it's like oh, sure. every yeah. year or so they're you get like, that yearly Whoa. that annual tweet that goes viral what? and everyone's like man i grew up on this guy and i had no idea and it's like yeah we fucking know yeah. we get it uh all right let's get the fuck out of here okay all right we can't we can't leave we can't finish this pod 
without doing the cheers of the week. So, Obi, do you have your cheers? I do have my cheers. All right, please start us off. I think it's only right and fitting. I didn't mean to do this, but for the Tokyo. <laughs> uh, cheers to Akira Kurosawa. Ah, always a cheers for Kurosawa. On the day of us recording, it is his what would have been his birthday. Um, so I've seen a lot of articles out about, you know, it's kind of remembering him and, you know, some people procre- proclaiming him as the best director of all time, which, you know, definitely an argument. Yeah, there is an um, argument to be made. And I think more mainstream audiences, people who aren't uh, frou-frou, uh, you know, film historians and, and art film lovers and international film lovers as myself uh, could do themselves a service by checking out some of Kurosawa's films. Because mm-hmm. I think that they are timeless and they stand up. <clears throat> and as long as you're willing to be a little patient, because obviously, you know, the a lot of his classics, you may have heard of Seven Samurai. You may have heard of it. Um, and such. Uh, a lot of his films are made in the you know 50s, 60s, some even earlier. So editing's a little bit more primordial, yeah. slower, slower paced, very talky. But you know, if you, if you take it for what it's what it is and for its time and place, I mean, all time classic films. Some of the shot compositions and and just characters and top to bottom, just incredible stuff. Uh, I'm a big noir film fan and he made some of the best up there with a lot of French films and American <coughs> films. So check out Akira Kurosawa. My that song that I just put out. Mm. Um I put out a song, uh rest in peace, Sean Price, one of the best underground rappers of all time. Uh would have been his fiftieth birthday on uh uh St. Patty's Day, March seventeenth. I put it out on that day. The first line, keep the katana on the dashboard is a reference to that picture of um, uh, uh, Yojimbo when he had, mm-hmm. when he's driving in the Cadillac yeah. and he's got the that's On it's set. a direct I that's a direct yeah. reference to that yeah so yeah nice it runs deep uh-huh. I mean I I I'd always heard of Kurosawa um, in fact I had a coworker who was like a douchebag about it <laughs> um, because he he just he brought him up in a way that was like you know snooty film guy sure. kind of thing but he wasn't wrong and i credit you for showing me you know starting me on the kurosawa journey mm-hmm. and i mean it, it's it's they're, they're fucking Yojimbo and yeah man they're just they're just incredible yeah. and like it, it, it's it's hard to find the words mm-hmm. to describe how good some of those movies are yeah you're just enthralled by them and they're like they're like timeless movies they're mm-hmm. like just like Man, they're just so goddamn good. Well, and especially a lot of his, a lot of his sort of noir films, and and just outside of his samurai films, which came a little, a little bit later, like in the '60s, early '60s. A lot of those movies made in the '50s. You have to remember, like time and place. This was only ten years, maybe after the war. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like not only is this country rebuilding after getting. Uh, atomic bomb twice yeah but this this artist comes out of the rubble and out of a war-torn japan that's struggling in its economy trying to rebuild itself as this new image of of something uh, before the japan that we know now exists mm-hmm. it's, it's just 
just adds that much more um, I don't know, respect in my book uh, as far as what he was able to accomplish and his his vision as a filmmaker yeah. uh, for what he was able to, to do in his time. It's incredible. Correct. Incredible stuff. Agreed. <clears throat> All right. My cheers of the week is going to uh, Aberrant Eats. New pop-up out here in Orlando, um, started by friend and uh, co-worker at Red Light, Red Light, Brad, Bradley Grace. They've been doing burger pop-ups at Red Light for a minute. Him and Steve, who you guys know now, was on the show a couple weeks ago. Shout out, Steve. Shout out, Steve. Uh, This has been a vision of his for a while now, and it's starting to really come to fruition and uh really proud of him really happy for him started an instagram page aberrant eats it's at a b e r r a n t eats e a t s aberrant eats um so follow the page keep up with what he's doing smash burgers were incredible oh yeah you had one Mm -hmm. i have i've had a couple I'm just so fat. It's great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he wants to do, you know, all kinds of stuff. He's got great ideas. And hopefully, you know, the big idea that he has for Aberrant uh, comes to fruition um, sooner rather than later. But I will not speak for the man. Maybe we'll have him on. Um, we'll see how it goes. Okay. But uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Aberrant Eats. Uh, shout out to Aberrant as a company. So that's my cheers. You fucking downed it. <laughs> I, have, I have a drop. <laughs> Save the drop for the end. Okay. A little drop here. Yeah. All right. Obi, what'd you think of the St. Bernardus Tokyo Belgian Wit Ale? St. Bernardus, and I will repeat this, never fails. Never fails. I, I have yet to have a bad St. Bernardus <sighs> beer. Um, this one... I mean, smooth, sweet, not overly sweet, not overly strong. The six percent I feel like is such a a, a good number to be at um, to to not hit you over the head with any alcohol flavor, but also be strong enough that it it, it adds to the sweetness a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, smooth is the is is the strongest word I can think of right now. And I, I really, 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 really love this beer. I'm going to give it a five. Five. It's a five for me. I am also going to give it a five. <clears throat> I really, really enjoyed this. I don't drink a lot of wit ales. I drink a lot of wheats. Mainly because I just get congested almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. And so I, I mostly steer clear of them. Um, but this... This I would get congested for. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this I would I would take that hit for because yeah, super smooth, a touch of sweetness, weediness. It it's uh yeah, I think that six percent is like that 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 real that that golden spot to it's be really at. A sweet spot, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can I mean you can get away with seven and a half. Sure. Eight, you're starting to get to a place where you're like, all right. Oof. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> After that it's like, you know what you're doing. Yeah. And it ain't nothing good. Mm-mm. But uh, six, six and a half, 
is is a great place to be as far as the alcohol content is concerned. You know, the packaging is great. It's St. Bernardus. Like you said, you can't go wrong with St. Bernardus. I mean, you know, it's just a win on all fronts. And it, you know, it just should be, it doesn't fly off our shelves like it should. Yeah. It deserves more. We had it on, when we had it on draft, it was crushing. But I think, I don't know, maybe people just, maybe I'm not selling it well enough. Maybe I need to, you know, I had it at the tasting and kind of forgot how good it was. <laughs> and then now I'm having it on the show and I'm like, man, I really could be selling the shit out of this now beer. You know. yeah. And, uh, yeah. I will tell you, my apprehension with it initially was like, you don't think St. Bernard's and Japan, you know? Yeah. So it, it feels like a clash. It is weird. But it's not. Because <laughs> people, people have asked me, like, what's the, what's the Tokyo part? I don't really understand it. Yeah. And so that, I mean, you could say that's a knock against its marketing. The label itself is really cool and... There's just this inherent coolness to Japan of and course. Tokyo, yeah, yeah. and so there is that. But from a layman standpoint, it, it is kind of like, well, what's the point? It what's should, the uh, the can should tell the story a little bit more because I feel like the, yeah. the the story of them opening a brewery or at least a brew pub in Japan is so cool, and yeah. the fact that they have this beer to commemorate that I feel is real big selling point. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> we'll uh, we'll call the St. Bernardus guys and we'll get back to you on that Mr. one. Mr. Bernardus. In the meantime, let's get the freak out of here. What do you think? Yeah. All right. Well, if Obi says it's time to go, then that means it's over. This has been the One Beer In podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yeah, we. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. We love you. All right. Yeah.